prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the grace of God revealed through the Lord Jesus Christ, salvation in his name. We wait in the darkness of this world for the light of the world to come. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. It is our prayer today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen, church. Good to see all of you this morning. If you have your Bibles, John chapter 5 is where we'll be. Great to see all of you. If you're here today, I'm Pastor Mike. If you've not been with us before, may the Lord bless you for being here with us. These days we're taking some very serious time to look at God's Word related to the words of the Lord Jesus Christ. Boys and girls, I'm glad that you're with us. It's always good to have you, and I'm glad you brought your Bibles, and you're joining us today to follow along in your Bibles. So find your place along with your parents, John chapter 5. <clears throat> today we especially look at these words found in verses 24 through 29. 25 times in John's Gospel, John records for us the words, Verily, verily, amen, amen, truly, truly. These words of the Lord Jesus Christ are meant to remind us of very important truths upon which we can build our lives. These are eternal truths. They are why I call them truths that last from generation to generation. <clears throat> I'm always excited when we have our boys and girls in here now. We're able together to study God's Word and you're able to learn uh, we're, we're teaching a new generation these truths that last. Boys and girls, it's important for you to always listen to your parents and do what your parents say. But it is also very, very important that you hear and read your Bible and learn what Jesus Christ has said and be willing to obey and do what He has said. So you've had time now to find your place in John chapter 5, beginning in verse 24. I'd like for you to stand now in honor of the reading of God's Word. As we listen to the Lord Jesus, as he's speaking with the Jewish leaders who are questioning his authority as he declared himself as son of God, as we saw last week, after he had healed the man at the pool of Bethesda. So he's continuing this discussion with these Jewish people who were ready to kill him and were persecuting him. Beginning in verse number 24, verse 19 is the first truly, 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 I say to you, verse 19, the son can do nothing of himself unless it is something he sees the father doing for whatever the father does. These things the son also does in like manner. Verse 24, truly, truly, I say to you, he who hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life and does not come into judgment, but has passed out of death into life. Third, truly, truly, verse 25, truly, truly, I say to you, an hour is coming and now is when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God. And those who hear will live. For just as the Father has life in himself, even so he gave to the Son also to have life in himself. And he gave him authority to execute judgment because he is the Son of Man. Do not marvel at this, for an hour is coming in which all who are in the tombs will hear his voice and will come forth those who did the good deeds to a resurrection of life and those who committed the evil deeds to a resurrection of judgment. 
Now, Heavenly Father, we have stood and we have, we have heard the words of the Lord Jesus Christ. We are now accountable for what we have heard and read in our Bibles. You have the words of life, Lord Jesus. How I pray that some who are dead in this place spiritually will hear your words and come to life today. We thank you for the promise, the hope, the victory, the joy, but also the warnings that come from your words. May we truly practice what you call us to do here, be doers of your word and not hearers only. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you. You may be seated. Now, as a reminder, boys and girls and all of our adults here, we have a focus for the day. My comments will be around this focal truth. And I put it here on the screen for you. Whoever hears the words of Jesus Christ and believes God sent him has eternal life. Whoever hears the words of Jesus Christ and believes God sent him has eternal life. The question today is, have you heard the words of Jesus Christ? I'm asking you personally. And have you believed that God sent the Lord Jesus Christ to this world? Well, those are very important questions for us. You see, these uh, Jewish believers, uh, these, Jewish, these Jewish leaders were seeking to question the Lord Jesus' authority. And they uh, did not understand why he would call himself Son of God. He said in verse 17, my father is working until now. And I myself am working. They understood his words. To call himself the son of God was to demonstrate that he was equal with God. And we saw that and looked at it in detail last week. In verse 19, the Lord, the Lord Jesus said he could do nothing of himself. Only what he sees the father doing because he is God. God the father, God the son, God the Holy Spirit. One God, father, son, spirit for the Father loves the Son who has come to this world. He is the beloved of God, as we talked about verse 20. Verse 21, the Father has uh, raises the dead, and so does Jesus Christ. He raises whomever He will. He's sovereign. He does as He chooses because He is God. Uh, he has been given all judgment. Verse 22, Jesus Christ is the judge of all. And then in verse number 23, He warns these Jewish Leaders, as I reminded all of you last week, that we all must show honor to the Lord Jesus Christ as we show honor to God. He who does not honor the Son, verse 23, does not honor the Father who sent Him. So now the Lord begins to talk about what it looks like to honor Jesus Christ. How do I honor Jesus Christ? Well, verse 24. I say to you, he who hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life and does not come into judgment, but is passed out of death into life. Please notice in your Bible, you might mark these. Today we're talking about hearing the words of Jesus Christ. Notice verse number 24. He who hears my word. Verse number 25. Truly, truly, an hour is coming and now is when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God. And again, those who hear will live. Two times in one verse. Verse number 28, mark it down. Do not marvel at this. For an hour is coming in which all who are in the tombs will hear His voice. So we have the hearing of Jesus Christ. You're alive today. You have two ears. You're able to hear my voice. But the question is, as you 
hear the truth of Jesus Christ spoken? Do you really hear it? And the other thing we must remember is, I've said this to this church for all these ministry days I've been with you. We learn, we not only hear God's word as it's read or preached, but we, we hear God's word as we read. We hear with our eyes. So as you're reading God's word, you're hearing it. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We're not going through John to look at uh, the seven miracles, the seven signs that demonstrated, and they did, the authority of Jesus Christ as Son of God. He is the Son of God because He did these great powers and glories. We're, we're looking at these, quest, these words because it is very important for you to decide whether you will believe and hear and accept what Jesus Christ says. That's why we're taking our time going through the Gospel of John. So the Lord is calling for those who hear His words to hear them savingly rather than to hear His words refusing to hear unbelievingly. And this house is divided on that. Some of you do not believe Jesus Christ's words. You're interested. You have some thoughts about it. You have some opinions. You listen to a lot of other people, but you don't listen to Jesus Christ. You're still in your unbelief and you're still in your sin. But many of us in this room have believed and heard the words of the Lord Jesus Christ, accepted them as life, and we have based our eternal future and at death we have based it upon what Jesus Christ said. So that's the decision you must make. So we'll look at three observations today uh, as we look through these words, and I'll spend my time, take you through verses 24 through 29. I hope you'll keep your Bible open. First of all, we learn this today that anyone who hears the words of Jesus Christ and believes God sent him receives eternal life. What a, an astounding, amazing thing. You cannot hear it enough. I cannot hear it enough. The greatest, the sweetest words, eternal life, eternal life. Life that never ends. Life eternal. Secondly, today, today in the times of God's grace in which we live, we live in the times of grace. Today, in times of God's grace, the spiritually dead, I'm describing those that the Bible sometimes calls the lost, those without Christ, the spiritually dead who hear Jesus Christ's words come to life. This is what the Lord teaches us. Third, we'll talk for a moment about this, that Jesus Christ gives eternal life to the spiritually dead who hear His voice. As a result of hearing the words of Jesus Christ, receiving them by faith, accepting them, we experience life. It is the very life of God that is given to us because Jesus Christ is the source of all life and eternal life. Finally, one day, all the dead... There's an appointment ahead for all who have ever lived on the planet. From all generations, from Adam and Eve all the way to the end, to the last generation. There's an appointment. There's a time coming. It's coming sooner than it was yesterday. It is a very serious matter. You can dismiss it. You can try to study and Put it back, but no, there is an hour coming. There is a time coming quickly. It's upon us. One day, all the dead in the graves. 
will hear the voice of Jesus Christ calling them to judgment. And they will come back to life physically and stand for judgment before God. It is a miracle in itself. It is the truth of God's Word. And not one of us in this room will escape it. You can't get a pass to get out of it. You'll stand before the Lord Jesus Christ. So what do we learn here today from these words? Well, I want to talk for for a few minutes about the importance of hearing. And I'll move along as quickly as I can with our time. I'm, I'm very mindful of our time, but I do need to say some things to you today that are very important. I'm burdened about saying these, so please hear me. First of all, we see this wonderful promise in verse number 24. This is a promise from the Lord Jesus Christ. It is for all of us who would hear it. He who hears my word. And believes him who sent me. Notice the three things that happen as a result of hearing and accepting and receiving the word of Jesus Christ. And believing the one who sent him. You see they go together. You cannot believe in Jesus and not believe that he's sent from God. You cannot believe that God is God without having sent his son. They go together. There are some who say, well I believe in God, I don't believe in Jesus. Well then you're not saved. Truly, truly, I say to you, he who hears my words and believes him who sent me has, notice this, has number one, eternal life. Number two, does not come into judgment. Number three, has passed out of death into life. First, eternal life. Oh, this beautiful, beautiful picture of eternal life. Now we all have it. The Lord Jesus says later in John to his friend Martha, when he's standing at the grave of Lazarus, he who believes in me, even though he dies, yet shall he live. And even he who is alive and dies will live. Do you believe this? You see, this is eternal life. This is eternal life that though I finish my time here, I die and I'm buried uh, in this world. I'm alive. I'm eternally alive in Jesus Christ. Eternal life. Oh, the joy and victory of eternal life. It is precious. It is sweet to us all. Because you see, those who die in their sins face eternal death. Eternal life or eternal death. That is the choice. Those who perish, those who believe to life. As we learn from the Lord in John 3.16. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. Whosoever believes in Him will not perish. Eternal death. But they will have everlasting life. Notice. We don't have judgment upon us anymore. We've passed out of judgment, verse 24. Those who hear the word of Jesus Christ escape judgment. The judgment of God is real. The judgment of God is coming. We live in a time of grace, but the day of grace will end and judgment will come with the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. It is a very serious thing to consider the time in which we live. So we we will praise God for those of us who are believers. We will... Not come into the judgment of those who are unbelieving. And then finally, there's a description of what's happening now in life. When I believe the words of Jesus Christ, I pass out of spiritual death. I pass out of death and I come to life. Look, you don't really know what life is like and living is like until you know Jesus Christ as your Lord. You really don't know what it means to be alive. To be fully alive. To have all of your senses alive. To be a new creature in Christ. To have new senses, new desires, new affections. A peace that passes understanding. A joy you cannot explain. 
a confidence in the future, and oh, the rest that comes, oh, the blessedness, oh, the blessedness that we experience of having passed out of death and into life. You see, he's describing a very serious condition that faced so many. You see, we must understand hearing the Word of God. So I want to take just a moment while we're here. We'll come back to our outline. But while I'm talking here about number one, that anyone who hears the words of Jesus Christ and believes that God sent him receives eternal life, I want you to go back and let us listen to what the Lord Jesus said about how you hear and the kinds of ways people hear His Word. And I want you to go to the Gospel of Mark. So boys and girls, everyone with your Bible open, keep your place in John 5. And turn over and find your place in Mark chapter 4. Please uh, turn there quickly. I want you to see this with me. What a wonderful sound to still hear the pages of Bible turned rather than swishes on an electronic device. Mark 4, 3. How does the Lord open these words? <laughs> Listen to this. Have you ever said to your children, are you listening? Well, it's eleven twenty. Are you listening? Listen to this. Please notice now. Don't turn this off. Some of you are very knowledgeable. You've read your Bible. You've heard all this. Don't know. You're hearing it again because you need to hear it again. Just because you know what I'm about to read doesn't mean you get a pass. It means you may not be listening. Listen to this. Behold, the sower went out to sow. And as he was sowing, some seed fell beside the road. The birds came and ate it. And other seed fell on the rocky ground where it did not have much soil. And immediately it sprang up because it had no depth of soil. And after the sun had risen, it was scorched. And because it had no root, it withered away. Other seed fell upon the thorns, and the thorns came up, choked it, and it yielded no crop. Other seeds fell into the good ground, and as they grew up and increased, they yielded a crop and produced 30, 60, and a hundredfold. Please mark what the Lord Jesus says now. And he was saying to them, he who has ears to hear, let him hear. Are you listening? He then comes to the explanation. So what does this mean? Notice you have uh, you have uh, four kinds of where the seeds fell. Verse 4, beside the road. You see where it fell also by the thorns. Uh, you, you see that it's by the rocky ground in verse 5. And the thorns in verse 7. And then the good ground. When you put your seeds out for your yard, it falls all over the place. When you're seeding your yard with your grass seed, it falls everywhere. And then he says, here's the explanation. Verse 13. Do you understand the parable? What I've said. How will you understand all parables? The sower sows the word. So what am I doing this morning? It is my assigned duty to stand here and to sow. To sow the truth of God's word. I'm throwing the seeds of God's word out. The seeds are being scattered as the word is being preached. The seeds are scattered as you read God's word. As you, the, sow, the sower sows the word. I'm sowing not my own words. I'm reading the words of the Lord Jesus to you and sowing them. Every time we open the word of God, we take the seeds of God's word and we sow them. And you must receive the implanted word, James says. This is something that you continue to do as a Christian. You don't do it just one time to get saved. Now he's going to explain. There are, 
These are the ones who are beside the road, where the road, where the word was sown. When they hear, immediately Satan comes and takes away the word which has been sown. They hear it, but it's gone. The devil takes it away from them. In a similar way, these are the ones on whom seed was sown, the rocky places, who when they hear the word, immediately they rejoice with joy. And when they have no firm root in themselves, but are only temporary, then when affliction and persecution arises because of God's word, immediately they fall away. They like what they hear, but it's too hard. It's too hard. These words are too hard. They can't take it. They fall back. And others are, verse 18, the ones on whom the seed was sown among thorns. And these are the ones who hear the word. Oh, but the worries. Oh, the worries. Oh, the worries of the world and the deceitfulness of riches and the desires of other things enter in and choke the word and it becomes unfruitful. And those are the ones on whom the seed was sown on good soil. Please notice what happens to those who are like good soil hearers. Notice, number one, they hear the word. This is verse 20. Number two, they accept it. They receive it as truth. And guess what happens? They bear fruit. Then the Lord says something to explain the importance of hearing. And I'm going to take just another moment. You'll have to be patient today. I need to finish this on this first point because it's very important. He was saying to them... Take care what you listen to. By your standard of measure, it will be measured to you, and more will be given you besides. For whoever has, that is, whoever's listening, whoever has listening, spiritual listening, to him more shall be given, and whoever does not have, even what he has shall be taken away. Where are you in your listening for the words of Jesus Christ? I'll read it from another simpler way of uh, a paraphrase. Pay close attention to what you hear. The closer you listen, the more you understand, the more your understanding will be given, you will receive even more. To those who listen to my words, understanding will be given, but for those who are not listening, even the little they understand will be taken away. You may have heard things in the past about God, but if you don't continue to listen, they just seem to fade away. Listening and hearing the word of Jesus Christ is what you do every day, not one time to be saved. That's not what the Lord is saying here. He's speaking to us about a way in which we live. If you're going to follow Jesus, you have to listen to what he says. That means you open the word of God and you pay attention to what he says. And what he says is what you do. This is hearing. This is accepting. And this is fruitfulness that comes. So today I ask you this question, are you paying attention to your listening? Are you listening when you read? Are you hearing the word of God? Are you hearing the words of Jesus Christ? 25, he says, verse 25, back in John 5. Now, truly, truly, I say to you, an hour is coming and now is when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God and those who hear will live. Number two. During these times of grace, the spiritually dead hear Jesus Christ's words and come to life. Look at this interesting phrase that the Lord uses in verse number 25. And I wish I had a lot more time to elaborate, but I want to expand for just a moment. An hour is coming and now is. We live in a time where you can get, you can get, you know what time it is. 
Some of you have your timer set, and at 11.30, it's going to go off, and I appreciate it. You'll be reminding me, time's up, Pastor Mike, your time's up. I've got a clock right back here. The church was kind enough to put here. It's got even down to the seconds, 11, 11, 25, and 24 seconds. It's on your phone. It tells you. Even when you don't ask for it, your phone will tell you sometimes what time it is. You get in your car. It's there in your car. Someone's reminding you of the time all the time. You're asking what time it is. Time is so very important for us in our life, but oh, spiritual time is the most important time. An hour, please listen to the words of the Lord. You're hearing the Lord's words now. An hour is coming and now is, and you're living as a part of this particular hour. You see, an hour is only one hour in a day of hours. And we now live in the last day of hours. It's a very serious time to be alive. What you do, see, someone's phone's going off. Your phone's ahead of time. It's only 11.26. I've still got a few minutes. You see, he's talking about the day of grace when the Lord Jesus Christ came. That's why he says it in this strange way. He says, an hour is coming and now is. It's an hour. It's not a day. <coughs> Are you listening to the preacher? <coughs> it's an hour. An hour to... Hour doesn't last very long when you compare it to your whole day. It's an hour. And an hour is coming and now is. You live in this hour of grace. You live in the hour between the judgment of God, which comes at the last hour. Oh, there's another hour coming. Did you see it down there in verse number 28? Do not marvel for an hour is coming. An hour is coming and now is. There's an hour you're in and there's another hour coming and it's the last of hours when the judgment of God comes. These hours become very important. We're not down to days. We're down to hours. If I could speak with any urgency to remind you, you don't have. For, what did Brother Tim try to say to you? You don't have forever. You have today. You have hours you don't have days. You have hours. You don't have years. So it becomes very important. The Lord reminds us here. That during these, these days. Then this hour. The spiritually dead come to life. And many of you have come to life in Jesus Christ. Because you heard his words. <coughs> you accepted them by faith. And you believed in the Lord Jesus Christ. And you were saved. And you were born again. But there are multitudes around the world who are still dead in their sins and the hour of grace is the time when they can come to life. The Lord Jesus said in, verse, in chapter 4 verse 23 to the dear woman at the well who didn't understand worship, but an hour is coming and now is when true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For such people the Father seeks to be His worshipers. God is spirit. Those who worship Him must worship Him in spirit and truth. That's the time of grace. We're saved so that we might worship in spirit. It is the last hours. And many had believed on the Lord Jesus Christ. And for the sake of time, I read you two examples from John 4. When the Samaritans heard the story of the woman at the well who met with the Lord Jesus... We read these wonderful, precious words, John 4, 41. Many believed because of His Word. 
You see, in verse 40, oh, can you imagine what this must have been like? I wish verse 40 was magnified by John. So when the Samaritans came to Jesus, they, asked, they were asking him to stay with them, and he stayed there two days. Jesus Christ in Samaria for two days. What must it have been like for them to hear the very Son of God who has descended and speaking the words of God, verse 42, and they were saying to the woman, it is no longer because of what you said that we believe, for we have heard for ourselves and know that this one is indeed the Savior of the world. What did John say in his gospel? John 4.14, we testify. The Father has sent the Son to be the Savior of the world. Look, today in these times of grace, even today, how I've prayed, how we pray, that someone would come alive to Jesus and be saved and hear the Word of God and be saved. Third, Jesus Christ gives eternal life to the spiritually dead who hear His words. Look what the Lord says to us now. Verse number 26, For just as the Father has life in Himself, even so He gave to the Son also to have life in Himself. When you come to be when you come to know Jesus Christ, you are saved by the very life of Jesus Christ. The indestructible, eternal Lord Jesus Christ. Risen from the dead, He now gives you life. You now have experienced, if you are saved, if you are born again, the very life of God is why you have life. Both here and coming. You must marvel at that. You must be amazed by that. Why would the Lord spend all of this time speaking to these Jewish people so that they might be saved? Please look at these sweet words in verse 34 of John 5. As he continues to talk about his own witness and those that witness of him. He says, but the testimony which I receive is not from man. Look at this. And I say these things to you so that you may be saved. Do you know why the Lord Jesus has given us all of these words? So that you and I might be saved. There's nothing greater than being saved. So this morning we learn that anyone who hears the words of Jesus Christ and believes that God sent him receives eternal life. Today in these times of God's grace, this hour, this is the hour of grace. The hour of grace comes, every hour comes to an end. Every hour comes to an end. It's what Paul said no one wants to hear this kind of preaching, but it's what Paul said. The end is near. The end is near. Oh, Pastor Mike, I got a lot of things I want to do. The end is near. Get your house in order. The end is, is, is near. The hour is about over. The hour where grace is available to sinners to hear the word of God and come to life. But you see, he's given him authority, verse 27, to execute judgment. And then he says, there's another hour coming. The hour of judgment is coming. Please notice the Lord Jesus' words. An hour is coming in which all who are in the tombs will hear his voice. Next time, today, if you drive by the graveyard, they'll all come to life, come out of there. Again, put back together physically. That's who they were. And they will stand before God. It's what lost people have told me when I've witnessed to them all my life and want to refuse Jesus. As one fellow said, Pastor Mike, I, I'm, I'm okay. I appreciate you sharing with me about Jesus, but I'm going 
I'm just going to be good and count on the fact maybe God will cut me a break. He's not going to cut you a break. I'm going to start if you keep encouraging me. He's not going to cut you a break. You're going to get what you wanted. You're going to get it. Here's what you said. I'm going to live by what I do and I'm just going to do good and then I'm just going to stand before God. Yes, you are. They're going to open the books and say, let me see. Let me see here. Let me see. No, you're not here. Hell is your destiny. You see, this is the appointed time that's coming for all who have ever lived on the planet. And they will face the glorious Son of the Lord Jesus, the, the Son of God, the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, we who are saved, we will, we will stand before the judgment seat of Christ and we will give account for what we've done with our spiritual life. I'm going to ask you, my Christian friend, what are you doing with your spiritual life? What are you doing today for the glory of God? Are you living for Jesus Christ or are you wound back up again around this world? Are you filled with the cares and worries of the world? You're worried about everybody else, but you have no concern about the condition of your own carnal soul. Where are you, my Christian friend? You will stand as I will stand and give an account. So do we speak these words? Do we ignore these words? No, the Lord Jesus makes it clear. Everyone must hear all of the Lord's words. I'm, I'm sometimes humor, humored by people. They like some of the things... It's like a fellow and I were reading John's gospel one time many years ago. He said, boy, I like some of Jesus' words, but I don't like some of the others. <laughs> yeah, how you like that? You don't get to pick. You must hear them all if you want to live. If you want to live. So we read 1 Thessalonians 4.16, For the Lord Himself will descend from heaven with a shout. Oh, there's going to be a voice. There's going to be a cry. There's going to be a... It's going to awaken the dead from all generations that have ever lived from Adam all the way to the end. And there will be a white throne judgment for all who are the dead lost of all generations. Mark my word. If you don't hear Jesus Christ's word in this world and believe, you will hear His word, His voice when He calls you to judgment. Faith comes by hearing. Here's what we must remember as we finish today. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of Christ. By the way, have you ever noticed that in that passage? I'm saying it quickly. We, mem we memorize it. I've been talking to you about the words of Jesus Christ. Did you, let me quote it again. Faith comes by hearing... And hearing, some of you are going to look it up in your Bible just to check me. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of Christ. The only words that matter are Jesus Christ's words. Most people will never hear the words of Jesus Christ savingly. Therefore, they will spend eternity separated from Him and judged. Hearing Christ's words is believing His words, accepting them. But oh, how hardness and cares and worries choke out the power and presence of God's Word. Worry. Or no depth. No roots. You see, once you hear God's Word savingly, you keep hearing it every day. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word. 
proceeds out of the mouth of God. We must eat these words. We must consume them, as I'll talk more about in John 6 next week. It becomes important for us to consume these words because they are, as Peter said, words of life. So today, as we finish, what is the daily use? What should we do today that we, we must hear? Well, I've appealed to you over and over. Hear the words of Jesus Christ and believe that God sent Him into the world. Secondly, be careful how you hear the truths that last from the Lord Jesus Christ. <clears throat> I didn't expand on it again, but did you notice what the Lord said in Mark 4, 24? Take care what you listen to. Who are you listening to today? Who are you listening to and taking your advice about what it's going to be like to prepare to die? Who are you listening to today about who describes to you how you really should live? Take care who you, take care what you listen to. And I add from our passage today from John 5, take care who you listen to. Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your heart. I I, I'm, I'm lingering just for one moment. I must make one point about those of us who are saved and the importance of continuing to hear from God and to hear His Word. Now, I'm speaking to you as your pastor. When Paul put together the book of Hebrews, he put together that book and he was talking to these dear Jewish believers who were struggling and suffering. They were going through some very hard times and... <clears throat> He tries to encourage them in so many ways. And Hebrews is such a marvelous book. It's such a challenging book for us. After he talks about the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ in chapter 1. Chapter 2, verse 1. It is a great verse. You should mark it down. This is an important verse for us all to remember who are believers. For this reason, we who are believers must pay much closer attention to what we have heard. That's for you, my Christian friend today. No matter how smart you are, no matter how much you think you know about God, no matter how long you've read the Bible, no matter how spiritual you think you are, I'm saying this to you as, my, as your brother. We must pay closer attention to what we've heard. Don't go chasing out for something new. Go back to what you've heard from the beginning. What you received. We must, we must pay attention, closer attention to what we've heard. Oh, wait a minute. Here's the rest of the verse. Why? So that we do not drift away from what we've heard. Drifting away. Drifting away. Drifting's not running away. Drifting isn't, you know, being pushed away. It's just drifting. It's drifting. It's that dream you have of going down to Florida. Why? I don't know why you dream of going to Florida. Dream of going to Florida and sitting on your, whatever that flotation device is, and there you are, just drifting around. And sooner or later you look around and think, what has happened to me? I'm clear out in the middle of the Gulf of Mexico and the shores way over there. Some of you believers have just woken up and you're thinking, where am I? What am I doing? I'm not anywhere like I was when I first came to know Jesus Christ. 
I've brought all these worldly things back into my life. I, I'm caught up in all these worries and cares. I wring my hands more than lost people. Live in worry and fear more than people who don't even know God. Listen to the words of Jesus Christ. Listen to His words. Truly, truly, I say to you, he who hears my words and believes him who sent me has eternal life and does not come into judgment, but has passed out of death into life. So today, I don't quote for you an old hymn. I quote for you a new spiritual song. I love it. Many of you know it. You sing it. Listen to the words. Listen. I'm just about finished. Here's the way we hear God's Word. This is the manner in which we should hear God's Word. This new spiritual song says, Speak, O Lord, as we come to You to receive the food of Your Holy Word. Take Your truth. Plant it deep in us. Deep in us. Shape and fashion us. In your likeness. So may the Lord help us. To hear his word. All the days of our life. From the moment we received them. Heard them the first time with joy. And were saved. Till our very last day. If I can't talk on my deathbed. If God gives me that opportunity. Maybe somebody will read me the words of life. And perhaps you today. Will think about. Am I ready to die? If I die today, will I live forever? Or if I die today, will I die forever? That's the choice of every boy and girl, man and woman, student in this world. So may God help us to hear and receive His Word.